Welcome to the Indigo Mind Podcast. You're listening to your host, Indigo Sky. I'm really excited about today's episode. It's our 100th episode, and it means a lot to me. Not only is it a milestone in our career, it's also a major hurdle, obstacle that I challenged and I faced it and I almost didn't get to this episode because as you all know, I've been diagnosed with end-stage renal failure and it really hit me hard emotionally, spiritually, financially, in every way possible, it has affected me. I'm now, I've been in denial and I felt in depression. I didn't feel like myself. I didn't look like myself. My body is changing. My skin is changing, and my appetite is changing. Food does not taste good anymore because I can't use salt. And no processed foods, no restaurant food. So I'm very limited to what I can eat in my life. And sometimes I feel like I can't go out with other people because everyone wants to eat, drink, and smoke. And here I am, counting phosphorus and sodium and just toxic chemicals. Because now that I know my kidneys are not filtering as they should, Whatever I put in my body will become toxic and go to other parts of my body. So I'm in a tough situation and um, I've been forced this new lifestyle has been thrusted upon me, the medical field and the medical world and going to dialysis three times a week how it changed me at first I was angry at first I was angry that I I had to go but last week my eyes were opened I went to the movies first time in a long time I went to the movie theater and it was the, the kind with the recliner chairs, AMC and Jupiter. It's really glamorous. And we, the, the, it was the first time I ate out and I got a shaved ribeye on a hoagie. And then I was afraid to eat it because it tasted like butter, but it tasted like butter from the, the, the theater. It was like, it tasted salty, buttery, and I was afraid to eat it. So I ate half of it. And I left it. 
Anyways, that was a big thing in itself. Me going out to the movie theater and being amongst people. Normally, I'm very antisocial. I like my me time. I love, I love being alone. I can't explain it. But I went out to get out of my head and just to expose myself to reality. Because since the hospital, I've been caught up in my home and the studio or dialysis. And I haven't left my inner world. And I think it's good to change your energy because then you change your thoughts. Um, I've slowly been getting back into my routine. I'm making jewelry again, which is really, really fascinating. I love making jewelry. I've been working with agate stones and black lava, different colors. Um, I'm really excited about my life now. Why? I'll tell you why. On Thursday, when I was in dialysis, the social worker came up to me to discuss transplant how it works, the procedure, and to call this number on a piece of paper that she, she referred me to. And basically, it all fell into place. And I've been wanting a transplant. I was resentful because they took so long to ask me. But God's timing is always divine and this is my 100th episode. I just got news. I'm getting a transplant. I'm ecstatic. I'm over the moon. I thought I, I had to wait five years to get the transplant and be on dialysis in the meantime. But it could take anywhere up to one month to a year. And um, I feel really fortunate and very blessed. And back to the story of last Monday. I know I jumped around, but okay, a friend of my, a friend of my niece that I was with at the movies, he told us that his brother had what I have and stage renal failure and his family had to sell the house in order to pay for his dialysis because it was extremely expensive. So the fact that the, my insurance company paid for 80% of my fees and all my medication is free. I feel very blessed. Um, what could have been 200000 came out to maybe 3000 is what I owe in bills. And I'm getting one more this week because I get another surgery this Friday. So on Friday, they're fixing my fistula 
they're bringing my vein they're bringing my vein up to the surface one of, one of the veins deep in my arm it's going to be brought up to the surface so they can use it for my fistula so I can start getting dialysis on my arm and they're going to take out my port once it heals so I'm thankful for that because I really want this thing taken out of my neck it really bothers me it gets in my way and it's very fragile so it's, it's scary more than anything because anything can cause an infection any wet or any water or moisture will cause an infection so I can't I can't wet myself and I can't play around like I used to um yeah I'm fragile now and uh same thing on my arm I can't get blood pressure taken out my arm of my right arm <clears throat> due to the fistula ever again I could die so that's why I say I'm fragile now I've never used to be fragile I've always been a tough cookie I've always been athletic and I've always been energetic and this is the first time in my life that I've had to slow down and um, it's given me a lot of time to reflect I'll tell you that all I do is reflect and play things in my mind what I what I could do, what I could do, and what I could do, dif- what I could have done differently, what caused it. I, I'm trying to think, how did I get end stage renal failure? You know, I never thought that I was unhealthy. I never thought that I would be a candidate for this. Or end stage renal failure. I never had kidney problems or bladder problems. Um, so m- my mind is boggled and I keep whining. Was it the liquor? Was it the pills that I took? Um, not, or was it the times I would come home from drinking and take a, a painkiller before I went to bed? I don't know. Is it my mom? Is it hereditary? My mom, my grandmother, and my my mom both suffered kidney issues. And my grandma passed away from kidney failure. My mom's been battling kidney stones all her life. And she's 78. And she won't. She doesn't want to go to the doctors because she doesn't trust doctors. She says she wants to heal herself, and she's stubborn. And we've been forcing her to go to the doctors, and she doesn't want to go. So what can you do? Um, it is what it is. But apparently, it runs in her family, and. Um, but the thing is, I'm like the youngest 
person at the dialysis clinic. Everyone is like in their 60s, 70s. They look, they look frail. They look sick. They look like they've given up on life. They've lost hope. And I received hope the other day with my social worker. She told me that she was proud that I went back to work. I went back to my podcast. I released another episode. I'm working on a story again. We put it on hold. Once I fell into the hospital. Um, but we are going to finish the project. We're very proud of it. Um, but sometimes you got to take your health more importantly than other, th- you know, other things. So everything else kind of went to the back burner and my focus was my health, my mental health because I started feeling depression and just angry with the world disbelief lack of motivation after I got so far in my life I was on 98 episodes when this happened and it's taken like three months, two months to finish the two episodes. So much has happened and getting used to dialysis is a big, a big burden, a big task. You gotta mentally prepare yourself. So I usually wake up at 7.30, eight o'clock. I don't have to be there until 12 o'clock, but they pick me up at um, 11, 11.15. And I'm usually there till my session is over at uh, 3.30, but then sometimes the bus picks me up at 4.30. So I have a private bus that picks me up um, and takes me directly to the clinic and back. And it's really convenient, really cool, because after dialysis, you feel very dizzy and out of it. And I wouldn't want to pay attention and be responsible for people on the road. I wouldn't feel safe driving. But transplant that's really exciting news I'm really happy it's my hundredth episode and we are gonna keep on growing and thanks to all your support thanks to epidemic sound for giving us the really cool beats we want to say thank you to everyone indigo sky shop.com and have a happy holiday alright everyone 
I'm signing off. Ciao for now. This episode was inspired by hope. Hope can change your life.